0: FMLFL,
1: I'm alone.
0: I wanted to shout out, because we haven't shouted out in a long time, the still top of the Fml FMLFL table. This dude, my name is Wilson Anton Johansson. He's been top of the table pretty much all year long. He's 64th overall rank. He wildcarded like you did and a lot of others last week. He's flying, dude. He deserves all the shout outs. 64th is...
1: Yeah, that's very high. Top hundred, quite good. Crazy. Yeah, top yeah.
0: hundred. Just going fucking ham. His team is yeah. kind of just template and boring. His wildcard well, team. consolidate? But he got he, he has Conte as his fifth mid, which I obviously hate.
1: Yeah, that's a mistake.
0: But I mean, what do we know? He's sixty fourth overall.
1: Yeah. Well, we do know that that was a bad. Pick. <laughs> Maybe the other fourteen picks are good.
0: Yeah, I mean, but we'll watch Conte score next week or something. <laughs> um he's not even fucking fit yeah he's not even playing um so how'd you do how are you doing we're recording on monday night so there's still the arsenal southampton game but what's going on
1: well you know cab my big differential came in in spades just flying with 17 points so i'm having an absolute barn burner i'm at 73 points on my wild card squad I have my rank. I'm at 28K right now. Um, I still have Chuck Yoshida Stevens and Captain Praying Mantis to go on Wednesday. So I'm really just <laughs> dying Praying Mantis
0: July- is a great new addition, by the way, to the Ozil <laughs> nicknames because it was always just Bug Eyes or like Bug or whatever. But getting specific no, he's, is good.
1: Yeah, he's definitely Praying Mantis reincarnation. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I got so far. I'm on four cleans with Alonzo plus goal Baps. Everything between check Alonzo Yoshida and Stevens, that uh, that forester pen save was huge, huge for me. And then not a ton of returns in the attack, besides really just Kev um Jesus got five, and Kevin seventeen is enough to propel though, because really looking at looking at it from an attacking standpoint this week, no attackers. Oh, did well. already I mean, scored, so people had him. Like Costa scored, but six isn't like that insane. It's just standard Costa. Yeah, and King. Vardy was just
0: two assists. Like it was such a low scoring week from the attacking perspective. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, but defense is really where where it came in for me so far. So, and De Bruyne. I mean, De Bruyne is seventeen on a week like this when no one really got points in attack. Is a huge difference? Yeah, it's
0: just pure Kev. I I looked it up before we potted. Going into game week 36, this this game week, Kev was only on by 2.2% of the top 10K, which is like you're basically in the top 10K right now. So you just got like an insane, huge boost over everyone else.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the kind of thing that competitive players, thinking about Kev and looking at him, he's just too expensive. Like you're not going to get a template player that everyone else has or whatever, but... Again, I've been talking about Alexis for a month at least and, you know, he didn't really sniff goal again, which is pretty standard with this new formation. So that's really where I got the money. So granted Ozel blanked and he didn't really look good either. I got the extra two million. So that meant that, you know, I could get Kev instead of someone like Sane or whatever and go for another big differential who I thought had better fixtures. Playing in a good team with good attack and everything like that. So it just really came in for me. Which yeah, is it nice. was both
0: it was both that and your three five two, Vic. I think those were the two yeah. No Alexis and Vic are the the enablers which will save you like at minimum save you two mil, or four million. Four. Yeah. yeah. Which is just so much. Yeah. Going Sane to K D B or Pedro to K D B is crazy. Yeah. But you could do it.
1: So yeah, overall, I still have you know Canon Erickson blank, but whatever. I'm glad I didn't go three out front there for them. But I don't think I would have really modified anything. The only thing I was really looking at doing was with after we potted was changing Check Alonzo and Yoshida. I had some different things in where I had Forster, but in the end, I mean, I'm happy obviously with Alonzo. No, I mean, the right. Shit, so yeah, you pick the hitter. right
0: combination of that trio. Yeah and, ch-
1: yeah, and check again with him. It's why I was trying to hold on to him so hard. Was he got the save points? He got a fucking bonus point. That's
0: the cheekiest thing ever. I can't believe he got that. Yeah, a bat. but it's I mean, his their first bat of the year. Pretty <laughs> shitty,
1: was it really? Yeah, actual. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So, <laughs> their defenders, bad. their defenders are all kind of bad in the bonus point system. But the Especially at the back. Thelma yeah. got a card. She only got a card, so they don't do that many like the bonus point defensive action. So it makes Czech a lot more valuable, which you know, having him instead of Caballero is a small, thin margin so far. You know, it's only a couple points, but we'll see what he gets in Southampton. So he's already looking, yeah. Uh, I mean, sitting for the is incredible. Yeah. Minimum, he'll be on his 10 realistically. Yep, so it went well. So I'm hopeful that I'll get a little bit more luck. Maybe I get something with Otsel and I could even rise more. Realistically, I'm expecting something from Alexis. I'm expecting to go down a little bit from where I am currently at 28k, but overall, I mean, dodging that first game with Alexis, I'm not worried about game week 37 not owning him, just because nobody's capturing him. So, I can make those points up easily throughout the rest of my squad, I yeah, think, especially I with think bench so boost. I'm not. I'm just not even remotely concerned with not owning him in game week 37. Even though their fixtures are better, he's just not going to be captain, so it's not yeah. going to hurt me that much.
0: Yeah, that's a very what fair ab- what ab- evaluation.
1: So what about you? You have your well, Just AOA on your squad, and- one
0: more thing. I just wonder, uh-huh. I mean, we'll get more into Spurs and Chelsea and in, in what the fuck happened, but I just wonder if in hindsight, like, even just double Spurs attack ends up being too much of a commitment with their their now status of just not remotely being in a title race anymore. But I mean, we can dig into that a little later, I guess. Yeah, let's
1: talk about that later. Um, How are you looking? You know, I'm
0: way? not flying to the levels of you, but I'm having a great week. Um, I saved and didn't wildcard, so I'm on fifty three points. I'm up uh forty four K places. Still not really a respectable overall rank of one hundred ninety six K, but maybe I don't know, maybe I'll get within one hundred fifty or I doubt I can get to within hundred, but who knows. Um yeah, I was looking at the numbers. The top ten K average is forty three and a half and the overall That's- average is thirty four point seven.
1: Yeah, the I mean over but the top ten K average in the forties is very surprising to me because yeah. All of the double game week defenders so far all returned. So I mean, what that really thing. is it's telling a, us is yeah. Go ahead. No, go no you, no. No, you're. I
0: was just gonna say so many people that were already in the top ten k had probably already blown their second wild card, or just not planned yeah. ahead and like blown triple cap and all this shit, and they weren't the types of people where it seemed like everyone was wild carding and getting in the same defenders. They weren't the people doing that. They just kept their, their team the same roughly and they missed all the Southampton points and they missed Arsenal points and just, you know, all the like basics that we all covered for kind of.
1: Yeah, and I guess I did see a fair share of people who benched even those wild carters did maybe play one of their two Southampton defenders or even bench both or bench one if they only had one. Yeah, it's a Because basically on paper. Yeah. Yeah, at Liverpool home Arsenal that could have just been a three-pointer, two-pointer total, but you got to, you know, we've been talking about it. You just got to take the bites of the apple cuz you never know when it's going to happen and you know, they get that clean at Anfield and you know, I'm paying 4-1 and 4-4 for these two defenders and I'm on 6 and 7. They still have a game to come. That's those are that's why I'm having this kind of a week. So um but I think more to the point about that is yeah I guess it is a reflection of it's hard to judge when we get into these late stages when like we are so insane about holding wild card or this or whatever but realistically there are so many teams that already have spent their wild card maybe most maybe all of their chips that are in the top 10k and that's you know really the reason why they are so there's so much rank Movement and ability to rise in the in these last few weeks. When you pop your wild card and bench boost next week, we'll see how much that works. Out yeah, as well. I mean,
0: on the season going into game week 41 percent of teams in the top ten k had used bench boost already. Yeah, it's that's huge. insane. Like yeah, no one huge. that we, I feel like no one we know <laughs> or have even like conversed with has used bench boost yet.
1: Yeah. And you're probably of those forty percent. You're probably going to expect maybe half of them to stay in the top ten k because they don't have that chip. Because yeah. realistically, we're going to be looking at a minimum of you know fourteen point swing there from our benches in this double. Yeah, absolute kicker. minimum. So, you know, around even if you get like maybe around eighteen or so, like that would probably be a successful bench boost, but. That's a huge, huge point gap that we're going to be able to climb on anyone who's ahead of us who's who doesn't have the chip left. So. Ah, it's
0: such, it's such it's a fucking good. exciting time. Um, That's pretty good. So back to my team. So yeah, I mean, roughly a lot of the same shit as you. I mean, it's, it's roughly the same for everyone. Most of my attack blanked. I captained Alexis. King got me a little lucky assist. Vardy still coming good for me with the double assist, which was really nice. Covered my lack of jesus lack of costa kind of um obviously i have alonso kind of nice little treat i'm on aoa i mean romeo only got three points with a game to play but it would have either been gibson or kelly who got one and zero points so it's still nice I mean, like he's plus, plus four plus five that i'm gonna get out of romeo which is for sort of the worst chip in the game not bad
1: yeah, you get five points, that's an assist or return basically. Yeah. And you're and you're getting plus four points on that. Like for the worst chip, plus exactly. four is Exactly, so I
0: way. feel pretty good about yeah. my AOA, which is nice. Yeah, it um, definitely worked. But yeah, I mean like like we covered already, I mean I'm just beating a dead horse, just everyone that like we kinda needed to blank blanked. Just like uh was the number one goalie blank, Spurs no clean, fucking Lukaku blank. Pedro blank and a in a beating, just all this shit. So
1: okay, it's good. So let's, uh, I
0: dodged dodge no hazard, no Costa. Yeah, that was lucky. No, ha-
1: so. no hazard nightmare or hazard for me. Actual nightmare. I thought yeah. he was going to really come in today, but that was great for me. Um. So why don't we just start with city because they seem to be definite the number one team to get assets from, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean when you think about the the lead, the shape of the league has weirdly changed a lot in one game week. So when you look at the team the top teams who are doubling, the only two teams that have anything to play for are City and Arsenal, of the teams doubling. Like Tottenham is locked into second. They have really nothing to play for maybe someone could catch them in third and they'll finish third, but that's absolute worst case. Um, United are basically just...
1: They're on the beach. They're I mean, on the they're beach. Going to be they're going for, for Europa.
0: Europa. They should get through Celta Vigo. They're already up 1-0 on the away leg. Chelsea are one win on Friday away from clinching the title. So yep. they're, they essentially have nothing to play for after Friday's West Brom game where they'll most likely win. So now it's just, yeah, like you said, it's City who are just in their best form of the season coming off of 5-0 and with company much better. And it's Arsenal are really the only two teams with anything to play for.
1: Yeah, I agree with that for the big side. So, I mean, looking at City, I think Jesus is probably the number one asset to get even though he didn't look too great against Palace from an actual FPL standpoint, he was still, you know, far forward getting making good movements and things like that. He can always come in. And then behind him at the midfield, I think that, you know, Sane for Jeez, as good of a Sané. game he had in the middle third, he was really doing everything he could to blank in the final third. He could have had a hat trick on another day. Didn't really put it together, but he was very threatening and he was getting into those positions on counters and stuff where if he wasn't shooting directly at Hennessy, he would have been slotting. You know, he could have had a game. Yeah, two, I mean, he goals. had the most
0: shots on target in the league this week.
1: Yeah, so Sane looks like he's about to just come out of it because he's honestly, his stats in the past handful or looking further back aren't off the page outstanding and he doesn't really have too many hauls, but. It seems like he's just around the corner from an absolute Mane type explosion of a hat trick game.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. He's just he's just like a better Sterling. <laughs> so like yeah. they make the same runs, they get into the same positions, but Sean, Sané's shots are on target, or his passes are a chance created, and Sterling just usually fluffs his. Even though obviously Sterling scored yeah. against Palace, it's just yeah, I agree. Like. Three shots on target is a lot of shots on target. Sonnet eleven touches in the box, like that's a fucking million, you know? Yeah, especially for a midfielder. Yeah, for a midfielder. Yeah. So I still feel good, even though the blank is annoying.
1: Yeah, I think Son is still a really good buy if you don't have him. Um, And then De Bruyne, obviously, you know, he's really expensive. I don't know if doing something like Alexis with the fixtures he has to De Bruyne is really that. Good of a transfer, I guess. You Alexis or have Hazard
0: you to KDB is really interesting. It's really tough. I think
1: Hazard is. I think Hazard's easier because I think there's more chance of Hazard only playing one game in the double. Yeah, whereas I think, whereas that's I think Alexis is. Yeah, I think Alexis because there's still outside chance with fourth place, whatever. But I think Alexis is going to play both. I think doing Hazard to KDB isn't terrible, especially. I kind of like it. Determining yeah. where you are. Determining where you are in the, in the you know, your mini leagues or whatever, your overall rank, what you're trying to do, De Bruyne is still going to be a big differential, even though his, you know, ownership's climbing because of his haul. It's going to be a
0: massive differential. Like, yeah. he's coming from so low, and Hazard's probably coming from number one midfielder.
1: Yeah. And then, I mean, you know how much I fucking hate Sterling, but I, I don't think he's a terrible option when Aguero's injured, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean,. We just said it. I mean, Sane had eleven touches in the box, Sterling had fourteen. Yeah, and he but, also I mean, had three yeah. shots and he scored and you know, created some chances and stuff. Like it's not all all touches in the box are not made created equally, but that's still yeah, his staggering. But
1: Sterling Sterling's stats are like Tadic being good on stats. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, fair. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's like everything realistically, should be halved. Yeah, realistically he still gets there and he could luck into points as he did this week. So Yeah, I mean he I had a run earlier
0: in the season where he just returned like crazy every single week. You know, he's yeah. capable of form. Yeah. And so who knows?
1: Yeah, he could be on a on a hot streak. And looking at Sterling's season, I mean, he's had those weird games where he's just been dropped or out of favor or subbed at halftime, but His point total on the season is still pretty good compared comparatively across other midfielders in FPL. You know, so he kind of didn't do that bad this year. No,
0: he was good for most of the year. He's seven goals and fourteen assists. That's not a little. And a lot of those assists are like drawing pens, but that's still great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then defense. I mean, besides company, it's hard and Caballero. It's hard to pick one because. It's hard to imagine anyone else playing more than one game to me. I
0: feel like Autumn Mendy will probably play both.
1: What about Stones? Is he back? Well, he said he's like, he could make it for their next game, but assuming they have two in the double.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm being an idiot because Pep loves to tinker more than anything in life. But like, they're finally keeping clean sheets, and their games matter so much. Like, if they don't make top four, this is, like, it's already, like, a kind of failure as far as Pep is concerned, but if they don't make top four, it's, like, it's their nightmare. You know, Pep's absolute nightmare. But they've kept, like, three cleans in the last four with Otomendi and shit, and I don't know, it must feel really good as a manager who couldn't solve the defense all year long. To, to yeah, all of a sudden have that, you know? It's like as yeah, soon as yeah. company's back, boom.
1: Yeah, yeah, company's the missing link. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, I mean, from a transfer standpoint this weekend for the Game Week 37 double, I definitely would try and max out on City if you've got one or two. I think going for three with the fixtures and actually something to play for would be my... Tip, yeah, right? I
0: think three is the best. They have the, the incredible double fixtures and then at Watford in Game Week
1: thirty eight also. Right. Also so, a great fixture. Yeah. And then I think the other two big teams that we need to talk about is Chelsea and Spurs. I mean you alluded to it earlier. Chelsea wraps the league up um on Friday after they beat West Brom at home. What do you or West Brom at the Hawthorns, what do you expect for rotation or whatever? I mean, Chelsea has the league cup after Game Week thirty eight. And they've got that 38 home in yeah. Sunderland. And then Spurs, you know, they've, they'll they'll be on for nothing. What do you think? Do you think we're going to see rotation?
0: Well, so let's start with Chelsea. I, I need a shout-out this website, fplbet.com. They're good on Twitter and shit. Give them a follow. They One of the dudes there, FPL Steve, I think his name is, he wrote an article about what effect would Chelsea winning the league have on rotation based off of Conte's title-winning sides in Italy, which was a great little read. I just found it before we potted, basically. But to sum it up, after the first title, um, they had a League Cup final after game week, their last game week of the season. He made seven changes in the last league game before the League Cup final. After the second title was clinched, they had three games left. He made nine changes, six changes, eight changes to the starting 11. So, and the third title was similar too. A little bit less changes, but still changes. So, as far as Chelsea are concerned, I, like you said, getting going like hazard to KDB is a good move. Like, I don't really think any Chelsea guys are essential this week, whereas like, if you asked me last week when everyone was wild carding, I would have said Hazard is absolutely a million percent essential. It's crazy how fast that can change, but I expect a lot of rotation from Chelsea.
1: Yeah, I mean I could see it for sure. I think we'll definitely see a first choice at West Brom, no question, but assuming no question. they win that game. Yeah, assuming they win that game, can't really imagine anyone being safe. I think it's going to kind of be a combo of who's carrying a knock, who he wants to protect, and then who he just wants to trot out to keep their form up, depending on how he manages the individual.
0: Yeah, and also another another point that they made in that article was certain guys have kind of like specialized roles, and Alonso would be considered kind of a specialized role. There's no other there's no other left back on the team, let alone no other left wing back. So he might be the kind of guy who can, like, survive and and play all those games.
1: He might be like Ake, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, like, then again, he's played Ake a couple times, and he he always brings him in at center back. So I don't know. But, like, center backs or the center mids or wingers, there are options that he's used all season. So it seems like those he considers much more, like, like like-for-like changes, and he can keep the system, so... And then then on top of that, there's only two days off between West Brom and Watford, And then after that, there's like, you know, a pretty normal length of time before Sunderland. But then between Sunderland and the cup final, there's only like four days off or something. So, (laughs) yeah, I expect a lot of rotation. It's kind of sketchy to have a Chelsea guy, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. I probably wouldn't be targeting them if, if I'm trying to make my transfer or take hits going into the double. Yeah, like what me. about? Yeah, and then what about Spurs? I mean, they still don't have a League Cup final at the end of the season, but I feel like they're not going to rotate. I just think that he's going to keep playing his best team and just try and finish it at, in second on a positive note. It's not as though they have you know a ton of depth behind their, their starting 11. What do you think?
0: Yeah, Spurs are a lot trickier. They're almost like the exact opposite of the Chelsea situation because I agree, and we saw it from last year once they lost the title after the Chelsea game. They still, he still played their starting 11, or what was left of it, who, wasn't, who weren't red-carded for the last two games of the season. But with the starting 11 in those last two games of the season, they lost 2-1 to Southampton and then 5-1 to relegated Newcastle. Like Kane blanked, Erickson blanked, no cleans in both. So it just seemed like kind of a meltdown situation versus like Mm -hmm. a rest and rotation. So I guess I'd be a little more scared of that than rest and rotation because, like you said, they don't really have the kind of depth that a team like Chelsea has. And they don't have a League Cup final to save for.
1: Right. And I guess it is a little bit of a tricky one with their fixtures because you look at the rest of the. The three remaining, they're home United after United plays Europa. So, you know, United will be parked very hard as they just were against Arsenal, but that's not going to be, you know, a 4 0. Then they're at Leicester, who's always a, a tight ship at the King Power. I'm sure they'll be up for that game just because Spurs have been so good and stuff. And then Gaming 38 at Hull when Hull could be still fighting for their lives. So they seem good on paper, but. It might be a little bit tougher than meets the eye. Um, Yeah,
0: and then on top of that, like just a point um,
1: from—did
0: you listen to Football Weekly today?
1: I didn't make it through the whole thing.
0: Well, you might have gotten to the part where they were just—one of the dudes was just talking about like how much teams despise Spurs in the league and how, how present that was inside the stadium and Mm -hmm. like at West Ham and. I was thinking about that when I was looking at the you know, like rotation, all that shit that we're talking about now and it's just like yeah, like you said, like United Leicester, like there's nothing more than what those fans would like than to like shit on Spurs and just like put a sour taste in their mouth and make their end of the season horrible and, and whole fighting for their lives. They're they're kind of not great and I'm amongst the people who's gonna be making moves this week because I didn't wildcard last week, like I'm somewhat considering losing Ollie. Like, I'll probably keep Kane, but maybe I'll drop Ollie.
1: Okay, so who are you looking at then? Because the only other big side really is like Arsenal, who are not scoring goals or playing well um, with a double this weekend. Yeah, so uh, I, I'd be looking City, though.
0: at KDB or Sterling, I guess, but okay. probably KDB. Okay. Yeah because um, okay. I don't have them already. If you already had KDB and you are maybe considering getting rid of Hazard or Ali or something like that, that that's a different question. I don't know where I'd go. Honestly, maybe Mares. Just...
1: <sighs>
0: that that it's a crazy punt, but it, these things are these things make sense to me as crazy as it sounds. You know what I mean? Like Mares' stats have been incredible, and he just scored, and he's still on pens. And,
1: yeah, he probably wants to go in the summer.
0: Yeah, and like Leicester, so there's a lot of teams with nothing to play for, Leicester included, but for whatever reason, they're still up for these games. Like yeah. they're still winning yeah, they every yeah. single game and look really good.
1: Yeah, they've been playing well.
0: You know, so at, at Man City is bad for Mars, but home Spurs might be good. And then Gaming 38,
1: home Bournemouth,
0: that's yeah. like ideal. Yeah. Someone like Mars could be like the weird differential guy I could see having a huge week.
1: Mm-hmm. That's an interesting shot I haven't really thought about Mars. I've, yeah. Whenever I'm looking at those like Leicester, Watford, you know, West Broms of the world that have the double, I'm always looking at their very, their budgetary assets yeah, because and not really you don't their wanna, heavy hitters. Yeah, you don't want to invest wanna, in yeah. them. But yeah, I've, but I've had party
0: for a lot of time and I've just, you know, I've I've had all of these returns in my side. Like they're fucking scoring at will. Like you watch highlights yeah, and Mars looks like last year at Mars. He's just like, and, Yeah.
1: Farty going back for two months has been very, very steadily ticking. He's got to be among the top three forward scorers in the last you know, in the last two months or so. So yeah, that's an interesting thing to consider. I, I think it's probably a step too far, but for me, for example, to consider doing something like Erickson to Marez, I think is just a a little too wild of a punt. But um Yeah, you're eleven K, like,
0: I'm like a fucking billion K. So <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Something like that though, for an outside the box. I I don't yeah, that's kinda interesting, Mares. I like that shout.
0: Yeah. Could could come through. Maybe um, I'll uh, have your kind th- of KDB glory.
1: Yeah. So I think the other thing I want to touch on for looking at game week thirty seven is a lot of people are still trying to sort out that Gabrielle issue. They're trying to figure out if they want to fuck around with their cheap midfielders. Why don't we look again, revisit for uh, for the double um, cheap defenders, like potential Gabrielle replacements, and then also cheap midfielders, you know, like the JWPs and Albrightons. Um, starting at defense, if you had like 4-8, 5-0 to play with, where would you be looking? What do you think?
0: Um, Interesting. Um, I think I'd probably last. I know last week I shouted out Brunt and he came through with an assist, but now that we kind of have this newly shaped end of season, I think West Brom is still like a complete stay away. Yeah, home, terrible. Chelsea, and their title winning game. And then at City and their form and everything on the line, you know, is, yeah, you is really fucked. bad. So I'd probably stay away there. Maybe, nah, I mean, I still hate the Watford guys, but maybe they come into play. You expect them to probably not keep it clean and at Everton, which is pretty tough. But at Chelsea, are they going to just play, you know, a backup, rested, nine changes, 11? I don't know, maybe. Jan Yeah, maybe Jan That's cheeky. Could be good. Proto gets on his head on a lot of headers. He's really cheap.
1: Um, okay.
0: Huth I kind of like Sunderland? for some reason. Huth is just so he's he's Harry Maguire plus ten years. He's just yeah. He wins like every fucking header on a corner and shit, and he's so good in bonus. Yeah, so I kind of always like him. In,
1: in yeah, Huth, Huth could be the problem with for me with Huth is just that's so hard to envision a clean for them in the double. Yeah. I mean, maybe like, I think we,
0: maybe Tottenham if they're just fucked up, but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty tough.
1: Yeah, what about fucking Trippier?
0: Yeah, that's man. What is going on there? I wish I mean, there was more defense. They've been
1: rotating football. back and forth and shit, but I don't know. Is it crazy to think that he might just play for the rest of the year with whatever the fuck is going on between? Yeah, why
0: not? I mean, Walker and Puck. Po- there's Poach? no reason to play Walker if he's. If there's, like, drama and he wants to leave and the season's to, yeah. over. Four, yeah, seven. that could be cheeky. Yeah. It's, pro- it's probably then, better um, to get Trippier than to get Davies at this point with Rose, like, pretty much, like, back, as close to back as we've seen in the last month, a few months.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably similar to me thinking with Rose is that Rose is definitely not going to be capable of playing those back-to-back. So if you have Davies, you just hold him. But, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be looking to get him because... He's going to be playing probably maximum one game unless if we hear some bad news about Rose in the press conference. Yeah, but Trippier, I think has actual potential has to potential just play, to play both, play yeah. all three. Yeah, I definitely. So I I'd would rather, agree. yeah, I'd rather punt there. But at four seven, I think that's even if you only get one game, I would probably take one game of him over two games of any of these other like fucking Janmaat, You know, four seven.
0: Yeah, that's pro- yeah. that's fair. That's very unless you're a believer and Spurs just melt melt down, which I think yeah. is a possibility.
1: Yeah, I think so. I still like Sunderland, dude. I think the way that they the played against Paul.
0: Yeah, they who like Barry Glendening called it, but like Baza, where did that come yeah, from, dude? They just they, they get relegated so they and then so hard. they put in their like best performance of the season.
1: That Defoe goal was a ridiculous offside goal, though. Yeah, that they yeah. just fucked up, but but still home Swansea. Yeah. Swansea is not, they're terrible. I, I would not surprise me for them to put in a performance and just beat them at home. Like it's their yeah, last home not? game of the season. Their last home game of the season, last home game in the Prem for a few years.
0: Yeah, you know, they're, the gonna wanna,
1: they're gonna, going to want to come in for that game. Buzzing. Yeah. So I think that could be, Sunderland could have something about them for that game, which makes them, you know, attractive to me. I'm very happy that I. Stuck with Koné I stuck Great him with the shout. Yeah, Kona. so we'll see, we'll see.
0: Yeah, Billy Jones, sneaky, sneaky goal. He yeah, has like weirdly really good attacking stats. Just if yeah, you he's if you can afford point two stats. more, he might be a little cheeky guy.
1: God, fucking fifteen pointer. I don't yeah. know. Where. Yeah, what the fuck?
0: Like <laughs> most guys are not capable of that.
1: There he and is. then, what do you think about budget midfield? I mean, even going up to the six five region, I think it's it's a bleak. It's a bleak scene out there. It's really It's really tough to pick anyone in that budget bracket between six five and, you know, four or five midfield, I think, to yeah. find any value.
0: Yeah, guys who are like getting rid of Zaha and getting rid of people yeah. like that. They that's this is their price range and it's fucking rough.
1: Yeah, I, I think maybe keep an eye out for what United's lineup is tomorrow, but that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, you might be able to get Maybe in like a cheap like I don't. Know,
1: or Herrera might even be like an assist or something.
0: Yeah, you might be able to, or even I mean, I don't like Lingard, but if he doesn't feature on Thursday, he'll probably start in the league, and he's yeah. five six. You
1: know. He's better than someone like Al- Albrighton to me. Well,
0: yeah, Albrighton is, is a shout though. Like I, no, I guess I'm shouting out basically the entire Leicester team, but like. Indeed. You know, obviously the goal is not what you rely on, but he still crosses like double digit times a game. Like he he's an assist shot every game, basically.
1: Yeah, he is, but he's also terrible.
0: Yeah, I, I something I like about him. His nose. Yeah, his nose, and just like his, he got fucking cut by Aston fucking Villa. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then he goes and so wins the title. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I love that. But I think else? also
1: Southampton probably, if you keep an eye on what kind of lineup they plan Wednesday, could be indicative of who might be able, available for two games in their next double. I don't know. God, George, they're so James, fucking bad. They're though. so bad though. It's tough because they're terrible. And then I, it's the same thing with like West Brom and Watford is they just don't have any midfield options that are reliable. Yeah, just
0: none. I mean, like. Yeah like you said last week and kapu stats compare favorably to every other like fifth mid like every other romeu and conte type but like i don't know it's not really most people don't aren't dealing with their fifth mid this week they're looking for someone who's a fourth mid yeah and then i guess
1: arsenal also does have some interesting options in this bracket i mean the box is awful yeah. But he's five eight and he crosses like Albright and then at least he's on like a good team and seems to be nailed. And
0: um, and we know from from Navak's experiences that midfielders playing wingbacks are just like nailed for max bonds.
1: Yeah, unless if, if you're if, Marcus A.
0: Yeah, unless you're Marcus A. Well no, because he's an, actual, oh, he's wing an
1: actual wing he's an actual defender. Not getting this. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um but I wonder, I like, know, a little, I a little pricier.
0: Him. I wonder if, like, Yaya is a really insane shout. But
1: yeah, but isn't he right there with sterling and shit? How expensive is Yeah, that's it? true. He's basically the same price as Seven five. Five. that. 75. Yeah, that's up in another yeah, bracket. That's
0: too soon.
1: So basically, we're, we're grasping at straws in this bracket. There's Maybe really you're just better. Yeah, there's really nothing. Crazy maybe you're better off just trying to avoid that bracket and just make a big downgrade to get to a higher bracket or premium bracket or something but
0: yeah or just yeah just drop that that 6 million fuckface face you have to kapoo and upgrade one of your defenders to you know if you don't have Alonzo or some some shit like that you know like just go upgrade somewhere else is what i'm saying like if you can't find anyone you like change Gabbiadini to Jesus or you know, something like that elsewhere might be more points.
1: Yeah, I just think it's an interesting one this week looking at the double because there are not very many good differentials. Again, we we beat beat the horse last week about saying how bad the fixtures were for the city sides. We have so many doubts surrounding Chelsea and Spurs for the double. It's going to be a very strange double Arsenal game. Aren't I think. scoring?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a just very, going to be very, very strange, strange situation. It's cool to me having the doubles this late in the season. It's just like yeah. we think we know everything, and then game week thirty six happens, and so much shit has changed. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like fuck. I don't want Chelsea. I don't want Tottenham. All of a sudden, like, what? Where, where did that come from?
1: Yeah, so I mean, for me though, I mean, I'm holding my assets, and I'm just gonna hope.
0: I mean, and then one that we didn't mention is Josh King. He's single game maker, yeah. but he's better than probably every single player we just named. He's yeah, home he Burnley. Still has
1: still has two great fixtures. Yeah, home Burnley. He returns and, every week. Yeah, so that's maybe your best bet.
0: Yeah, he might just be the best. I'd rather have him than like Redmond.
1: Yeah, definitely. Redmond won't play more than one game, and if he plays one game, he'll just get two points because it's fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, it's weird. With this week, it's also just like all of those like all of the potential budget guys are not doubling. Like, just yep. if you just sort the midfielders by like price, it's like all of the guys that might be interesting, like your Everton's and your West Ham's and shit like that, are just they just don't double. So. You're just there's just a huge void there. Stoke yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Totally.
0: Um. What else are we All talking right. about?
1: I think let's push. Let's go to caps on our wait, teams wait, wait. and let's wrap. Let's
0: it. do. At J Diaz said at J Diaz underscore sixteen. Rob holding for Jose Holabas. What do you Lord. think about holding?
1: I don't like it with Mustafi around the corner. I think that he's just, you're just trading one risky, shitty player for another risky, shitty player. You, so you think I'm Mustafi
0: not, in for holding and Monreal stays left center back, or do you think Mustafi yeah, just that, joins the three center backs and Monreal moves up to left wing back? Because that's the those fact are the that directions. it could
1: be either. Yeah, the fact that it could be either represents enough risk for me to not consider holding. I mean, just because he's 4 1. On Arsenal doesn't mean that he's a good option because he might start one, you know, one game, maybe two. I don't know. I just don't know. I'd rather take take a punt on someone I knows and to play both like someone like Kone, who I was you know shouting last week, who might score a goal.
0: Yep, that's fair. I just
1: don't. I, I think it's going to be tough for him to change this one because I we're beyond predicting what Wenger's going to do based on not playing Alexis up top, therefore not playing his best formation for the last three months. They kept it clean against United with Gibbs at left wing back, where, and, and, you know, they scored two goals, one of which was insanely lucky. They're playing against uh, some shittier sides coming up in 37. So you would think that he doesn't need to play a defender at at left wing back and Gibbs, and that he would want to push Monreal out, that he's a little bit better, a little bit more better delivery. Yeah. But it's just, there's no way of knowing. And I think trading one risk for another. Trading one risk for another doesn't make sense to me. It's like just inefficient, have, especially
0: when you're not making yeah. enough money. If you were trading out yeah, some that, really risky, expensive guy like Louise, maybe who's like kind of dinged up, he'll probably only play against West Brom and be benched the next game. That may be more interesting because you're you're not only are you trading two guys who, with equal risk, but you're also making like two million on that transfer transfer. You know, that yeah, I think, a better, I think also at this
1: stage, yeah, you know, also at this stage, if you're not going to be double swapping, then making money doesn't mean anything because we only have one more week to make a transfer. Uh, yeah, so it's like, you got know, the the money, the money's out the window almost. If you're looking for the one off, I would just be looking for 180 minutes wherever you can find it with some type of goal scoring threat and hope that you get lucky rather than gamble on Rob Holding.
0: Yeah, I like that. And then one other, just a shout out, this dude. Max, at Max, a martyr. He just is shouting out for, uh, for an Ollie red card during the double. I'm gonna boil over after losing the title, which I just thought is a great shout. And a kind of extra motivation for me to get rid of him. <laughs> He'll probably punch someone in the stomach, let's be honest.
1: Probably the ref.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, let's go ahead. So who do you think you're in a cap?
1: Probably Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah. It just feels like safer because he like shoots and is more far forward than KDB. But yeah, I don't know. I feel good about Jesus. I feel like he had a decent game. He he had one really good goal scoring opportunity. They kind of toe poke right to uh, right to Hennessy, but. Still got the assist, and you know, nailed on being up top there with those two homes. Like it's hard for me to see passing. That.
0: Yeah, that's that's the more important thing than like the form. Almost like he got through eighty four minutes. He, we know he wasn't fully fit. You know, it, it's just good that he got through it. It's good that he got an assist. He still shot some and was just present around the box. And yeah, the nailedness is really just the key.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm still gonna consider KDB though. I'm not a hundred Yeah, you have
0: to. Either. He's been on fire.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm very interested to see the presser to see if Pep gives away anything. But it's just it's tough because KDB is the kind of player I feel like he might feel that because he has so many midfield options that he might be able to get away with resting. But I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's fair. What are you I, looking at? Well, so I haven't made my moves yet. Um, one thing that I'm that I kind of made the decision of is. I'm just gonna fuck price rises and just wait until Friday to make all my moves. Since I'm gonna be taking so many hits, I just don't want any risk of like, you know, late press conference knock or some shit that I couldn't couldn't have predicted for another hit. So my captain, I think, is not on my team yet. Um, I think it'll probably be Jesus or Kevin. Also, I just think the fixtures are too fucking good, um, and. Like we talked about earlier, they have everything to play for. I think, as we saw with the 5-0 against Palace, they have probably the highest scoring potential and everything to play for and the best fixtures and their home. You know, it's just everything. Mm -hmm. So I think I'll probably be on a City player too. Um, But we'll see. I'm going to make a bunch of moves. I'll probably be on like a minus 12 or something like that. And you guys will see in lineup lambs, I guess, who I captain.
1: Okay, yeah I mean, I think it's it's really got to be a city guy to me. I don't see a big contender otherwise. I think the risk around Chelsea is significant enough i guess I guess Kane isn't insane.
0: yeah, it just doesn't feel good to me with the way that last year ended and with their season just crumbling this year. It just feels like you're picking someone who's like limping over the finish finish line, you know as opposed to a team who's fucking flying like City. You know
1: what I mean? I don't know, though. Maybe Kane's better. I haven't really thought too much about Kane, though, because they're going to play United, and they're going to be playing fucking a shitty-ass side yeah, after but Europa. I but don't know. They're going to be part. I mean, better. the only
0: reason Arsenal scored that first goal is just 1 million percent luck. I still just yeah, but think United can part. Their attack is 1
1: million percent worse than Spurs. That's
0: true. That's true, too. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, always you always like Kane. The he, he always
1: you always like Kane. Though that's the thing. He it's motivates like he got-
0: himself, you know, more than anything. Yeah. But I don't know. He wasn't really a threat. He's for the West best player Ham. in the
1: league. Hmm. Hmm. I might I might think about that a little bit too.
0: For me, I'm I'm gonna go City over Kane. I think for sure, but I don't okay. know. We'll see. We'll see what kind of team okay. I get up to.
1: Okay, so let's look. What I'm saving, so we'll skip that. You're but saving what are you looking really? at?
0: Not even a one
1: move. No, I mean, I feel like. Yeah, I guess who my would you team move out. Yeah, like my team is fucking good. I don't have anything in the bank to upgrade, so I'm just gonna sit tight. I think having two frees to do a double swap in 38, when I know yeah, who's got better. something to play for, it will be nicer. So. Yeah, yeah no. easy save sense. for me. Easy save. That's why I mean that's the ideal. That's why I set my team up last week with my wild card was to, yeah. with the save in mind. So.
0: yeah, and you're pretty but, covered everywhere. That's
1: good. Yeah, I'm fine. So what are you looking at?
0: So I'm looking at a lot of things, and like I said, I'm not going to actually put my moves in until Friday. But really, what I'm looking at is like who's definitely going to be out of my team, and I know that Baye is for sure going to be out of my team. Kelly, almost definitely. Gibson, almost definitely. And then aside from them. Oh, wait.
1: Why would you spend three moves on defense? You can only start three, and you already have Alonzo and Stevens.
0: Bench boost. Are you kidding?
1: I'm fucking good right now. Wow, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You just missed a fucking tap in.
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah I well, want my gonna, bench defenders to double I'm, I'm gonna keep fucking drinking my beer guy. You, you, yeah you yeah drink that. your beer the yeah. other two no. guys that I'm kind of you know tinkering around with getting rid of uh, are Gabbiadini and like I mentioned I'm kind of tinkering with Ali I just don't yeah. like the vibe right now and Gabbiadini right. is fucking horrible there's every reason in the world to get rid of him Ali obviously incredible player incredible season I just I don't know. It just feels bad to me to have him where I can double up on City Attack, triple up on City Attack instead of Ali or Gabbiadini. just feels a million times better. So, yeah, I'm for sure looking at Jesus. I think he's really the only forward that I don't have that I'd really want. I'm pretty comfortable, funny enough, with Vardy now, who if you had asked me last week, I'd say I'm probably 100% getting rid of Vardy. But, like, I I wouldn't want Costa over Vardy.
1: No. Yeah.
0: And, you know, so Jesus is really, like, the only guy I'm missing, kind of. Right. Um, So Jesus in for someone. And then I would love to get KDB. Maybe I won't have the money and I'll go Sterling. And then defense, I mean, (laughs) back to city. I mean, I would love to get, like, company or something. But I might be – I might have too many city guys. So, Defense will be tricky. I'm not sure which way I'll go with that. I mean, maybe maybe I'll join you with a Sunderland guy. Maybe I'll get like Hooth, uh, who I was shouting out before. I'm not really sure. Who do you think? Maybe an Arsenal guy. You know, there with this new formation. Maybe I go Kashani or something. Koscielny, maybe yeah. Toby. Yeah, Kashani Toby, something like that. Kind mm. of a differential, but on a you know, good team and nailed. That's what it, my ideal box is to tick. So that's kind I of mean, like I, what I'm I'd looking at. I'd probably
1: rather keep Ollie than Alexis. Like, why the fuck would you keep Alexis?
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I guess just the fixtures is really the difference.
1: Yeah, but he's terrible in this formation.
0: Yeah, he hasn't scored. He hasn't returned in, you know, three consecutive games. But, I don't know, at Stoke, Stockholm, Sunderland is just... I think those might be good enough that
1: Yeah, but is just returning so consistently.
0: Yeah, I mean he has two blanks in the last three. His goal versus Arsenal was like a weird deflected shit goal. I don't know. I mean yeah. we're we're also potting Monday night. It'll be pretty telling, I think, how Arsenal handle Wednesday. a sure. shitty team like Southampton, you know. Yeah, that's fair. But that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, maybe I get rid of Alexis. It's just I mean, tough because then like you... I'll feel bad because I won't have any Arsenal coverage. Like I won't have Ozil or something, and I don't know.
1: Yeah, but they score like two goals a game. back. Yeah, so. it still just feels yeah. bad
0: going into it. No, I understand. It's it's like a point where I could get fucked. Whereas like getting rid of Ali, I don't feel that bad because I still have Kane. You know?
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. You feel like you'll get half the points or whatever. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just that's, that's you know, two million. Yeah, it's You'll a lot to of see millions. when you're tinkering how much difference that is. Because if that's the kind of thing that'll get you, you know, company or Toby or Toby or, instead of yeah, instead of someone brutal. like <laughs> Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. So, yeah, so, little,
0: yeah anyway, it'll be a lot of tinkering all week, um, almost as if I'm on wildcard. But, I think everyone that I just named will be the guys that I'm dealing with. Like, I'm not going to touch goalie, even though De is not ideal. That's fine. You
1: have two doublers. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, I'm just going to deal with what I really deem, you know, a weakness or necessary to deal with. Like. Bae might not even play. Gibson's single and terrible. Kelly, single and terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you go on to five trannies with your saved, you're on for a minus 12. That feels manageable. You could maybe pump it up to a 16 if you yeah, find someone for a, a Mayo who you really like. Yeah. I think that's fine. I think if you go on to 12, going 12 would probably feel better than 16. But yeah, again, one, I think it'll probably it would,
0: be one of those, 12 or 16. And, yeah, and that'll feel like pretty much a wild card.
1: Yeah because Romeo I think he should probably get a stay because when you're thinking about four points looking at his trans, looking at his fixtures and looking at who you would be getting instead it's probably you're probably better off just keeping him Yeah,
0: absolutely. That's yeah. why I got him in the first place. He's just yeah, the so most I, nailed thing ever.
1: Yeah, so five looks good. I mean, you'll do your three, your three bench defenders gab and then either Ollie or, or Alexis.
0: Yeah. I think that's
1: okay. it. Yeah, that sounds good. Wow. Really look, really a lot of moves too. coming. Yeah, we'll see who you get on uh on Thursday Friday.
0: Yeah, line of plans will be big time for me.
1: Okay. All right, Check let's wrap.
0: us out. No, I'm going to do that again. Check us out at FMLFL.com. Follow on Twitter at FMLFL. Email us at gmail at gmail.com. Join the FPL league. Like us on Facebook right on iTunes. Shoes.